welcome to Women Tech Talk and thanks for joining us. I'm Valentina, co-founder of MicroSearch, a niche tech recruitment company that focuses on helping startups to SME businesses scale successful tech teams that are building innovative products. We've created the initiative because we want to change the diversity and gender gap for women within the tech industry. So we want to show young women and women already within the workforce and women thinking of their next career step, why tech needs them. We've interviewed women within the variety of different backgrounds and sectors that are already within the tech world, all the way from C-level to founders to HR and people management to developers and engineers and product owners as well to hear about their journeys and discuss all things tech and why they think more females should join the tech industry. So let's begin. Welcome to episode three. Today we are joined by the lovely Edna, a senior principal engineer who relocated four years ago from Bosnia to Munich to start her developer career in a company called My Days. Today we discuss her relocation journey, how she found the transition, her journey into technology and what it means to be a woman in tech. So Edna, welcome. Thank you very much for joining me today. How are you? Hello, Valentina. Um, nice to see you. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that you invited me. I'm looking forward for our uh, small chat, which we are going to have. Uh, yes, you're right. Four years ago, actually, almost four years ago, I joined Midi's company in Germany. So I relocated from Bosnia to Germany. Yeah. I started actually as a junior software developer uh, back then. Um, and yes, over the these last four years, so I... I uh, moved from a junior software development to the principal engineer current role. Uh, and uh, what happened also is our company joined with one bigger company, uh, Jochen Schweizer. So we are now Jochen Schweizer Midis Holding officially. Um, big, very big company here in Munich located, almost 500 employees actually. Um, yes, um, my my primary occupation was software development and is this still my, my, um, my occupation. Mm -hmm. uh, the only thing that has been changed from the role from software development to principal engineer is that I have more responsibilities, how something will be delivered, how something will be done, and that I have a technical le leadership over three teams, uh, which are developing our projects. Okay, perfect. And, um, and um, in, in, in regards to the teams that you're currently leading at the moment, are you responsible purely like for the back end? Like, what type of functions are you actually currently working within? <clears throat> It's not only a backend, it's in, in general technical solution, okay. uh, which, which we have to deliver in order to uh, improve our products, to finish projects. So it's from front-end to back-end to how we organize our services, how we organize our code, uh, which technologies do we, do we choose. This is all what I do, but together with the teams. So it's, it's the conversation which we always have. I come with some suggestions, and then based on these suggestions, we can see what what do we do and how. Okay, perfect. So going back to a little bit earlier than before, obviously you relocated over to Munich. What was that transition like? Obviously moving from, I believe you moved from Bosnia, didn't you? Um, so what was that transition moving from a completely different country into a new environment, new company, everything? It it was very interesting. I wouldn't say it was hard. I would say really interested. 
because we Bosnians have completely different culture than Germans. That was the big challenge for me. I'm still trying to learn <laughs> uh, how, how people think, but it uh, opens up so many possibilities. Uh, it's, it's, really, it's really nice to meet so many different people, to meet so many different cultures, which I didn't have the opportunity in Bosnia because we are a very small country and not a lot of people from other countries come to Bosnia to work. Yeah. Uh, it was um, the worst part was to find a, a apartment in Rennick. Um, <laughs> yes, but there are also very nice solutions for that, at least as short term, short term solutions, and then you can find some something for long term. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, it's also up to company and to your colleagues how much they are willing to help you to lead you. Uh, I had a lucky luck uh, that I had very cooperative colleagues who mm -hmm. would were able to tell me some some tips and tricks yeah. uh, to live uh, in Germany and Munich um, and I also had uh, some friends from Bosnia who were living here who were able to help me but in general I would say that it goes smoothly uh, very very smoothly when when you relocate this is a country and a city of opportunities so yeah very oh. interesting okay good and um in terms of obviously you starting off as, as a uh, junior developer and working away you know to principal and also now leading teams what was that transition like for you was it quite you know smooth sailing did you get obviously a lot of support with that was it quite um something that you actually wanted to strive towards or did it just naturally happen in terms of career progression i had a clear vision where i want to head when i started to work uh, even before in bosnia mm -hmm. um i think I think I started here as a junior because I, I wasn't aware what is expecting me in Germany. I, I thought here the people have much higher expectations and so on. So I underestimated kind of myself, mm -hmm. um, which is, of course, not good, but still it was OK. And I always had a clear vision how I want to proceed in my career, what I want to achieve, uh, how I want to achieve it. So I always try to work structurally towards these goals, which I set. Mm -hmm. and um, in every feedback uh, or every conversation which I had with my team lead or with my boss, I was always trying to see how can I come to from junior to normal developer to senior developer and then now to the principal. Yeah. Uh, so I always had this vision in my head uh, what I want to do and how. Uh, and for sure, for me, it was clear that at certain point of time, I cannot uh, I cannot constantly be an only software developer. Yeah. You have to go somewhere to advance, and this was for me a natural step. Uh, which because either you will go towards management uh, roles when you reach some certain point in your career, or you will stay in technology part with some leadership role. And yeah. this, uh, which this is what I chose to to do. Is there any particular reason you chose to do the technology leadership part, management, or or, or not? Well, um, yeah, as as very young, I actually decided I want to do something with technology uh, because I think that the limits there are almost not existing. As long as you can imagine something, then probably you can also build it and make it work. Yeah. Uh, and this is uh, like never ending story. It's always interesting. There is always something new where in management, um, I, I would, I personally have a feeling that uh, I would approach certain level where then nothing would be changing. And this yeah. is what I don't personally like. I like, uh, I like changes. 
I like to learn new things. I like to improve my skills. And of course, I still like to code, so. Yeah. <laughs> so are, you, are you currently still hands-on involved then or and leadership or are you still like more leadership and a little bit hands-on involved and do the code reviews? Yeah, I'm, I'm quite involved. <laughs> okay. okay, good. Um, and you mentioned obviously you wanted to be, you know, involved in the tech sector since you were little and, and younger. What actually motivated that, do you think? Do you think it's you saw someone, you had a conversation with someone, like what, what triggered that? I didn't have uh, any conversation. I always liked math. I always liked physics. And I was trying to find uh, some profession where I can combine these things. Then we started to have informatics lessons in, in the school. This, uh, this was very interesting for me. Then, so my love towards these sciences was growing and growing and growing. And um, I, I didn't have any role because um, not a lot of people uh, from where I come from went to study anything. Uh, so yeah. it, it, they couldn't advise me anything. Uh, but I was trying to find uh, something for myself, which will guide me towards these sciences, which, which, which I preferred. And the Faculty of Electrical, Electrical Engineering was a perfect combination. Mm -hmm. It offered me a possibility to choose which science I want to study the most, because it was structured so that during first years of the study, you have multiple uh, things which you are learning. And then on a year three, you can decide where you want really to head. And uh, this looks looked like very interesting uh, because I didn't want to be just a professor of math, yeah. um, but I still wanted something where math is really is really deep inside. Uh, and of course, something with computers uh, and, and similar. And I think I made a good decision to be honest because this showed me a broader picture what is possible. Yeah. And what choose because in tech there are so many possibilities, mm -hmm. and here I was served with uh, introduction to a lot of them, and then I chose computer science to to finish uh, as, as my master studies, and of course later as a bachelor study, and of course later as a master. Mm -hmm. And what was you know, as you're aware, and it's no secret that there's a massive shortage of females right within the tech industry. So when you were obviously studying informatics at university level, like what was the ratio between males and females in, within your class and, and how, how did you cope with that as well? I, in most of the cases I was the only one. Okay, <laughs> From time to time there were a couple more, more, more girls. In my group there were two I would say. Mm -hmm. So like from 100 of students, 10 girls top. So 10% at the most was, was girls, even less. Yeah. I remember my neighbor uh, when I said which uh, what I chose to study, oh, he told me, "But this is a this is a university for men. How will you prove that?" Uh, and I was shocked with these words, but I know why he's saying that. And then, really, when I went, because I of course didn't know who will also join the, this uh, faculty. Uh, when I went there. I was shocked how many uh, boys there were, uh, yeah. so males, and how few girls. And what is even worse, most of the girls gave up afterwards. So uh, I was stuck in the last year. It's not stuck. I was happy to have female colleagues, but they were in my in my um, the computer studies. There was only one, yeah. and on second um, course there were two. So this was this was it. 
Oh gosh, and um, how how did the actual sort of like male counterparts as well react? So obviously, you being one of the two, you know that that made it made it to the end. Um, sure, I say in regards, like, did you did they treat you quite well? Was it one of those things where, um, you know, you were also able to actually express your opinion exactly the same way, or, or did you sort of like see that there was a little bit of of a gap there? Uh, only so most of them was really good uh, they they were also uh, very supportive and we were we were simply a, a group who has clear goals who want to finish this, uh, the studies who want to be successful and we are most of us we are still even friends now in our private lives um, some of them uh, were like suspicious what is she now doing here and she wants to play with transistors or whatever uh, but um, sooner or later, uh, people understand that you are there to learn, to improve yourself, to finish the study, mm -hmm. and then this fallbacks into 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 second uh, place that you are a girl. Because I have a feeling that then they start stopped to see us as a girls. They just yeah. started to see us as a colleagues. But yet at the first year, it was it was really uh, even some professors uh, commented like. Um, some of the older professors commented, uh, oh, in this year we have quite few girls here, but for sure they will not finish it. it this was really shock, shocking for me. Yeah. Or there were also some comments uh, saying like, uh, what are girls doing here? They should be in the bathroom and doing makeup, stuff like that I heard, but yeah. never directly to, to, to me. Okay, wow. Well, um, yeah, it's, it's so interesting to see because I've spoken to so many females I've had either like, really positive experiences obviously you know working with with male counterparts and, and they've been encouraging and trying to obviously make sure that they they grow and they've got literally equal opportunities as they do and then I've seen sort of like the you know the other side of it as well where people have been making comments like for example like you said you know they should be in the bathroom doing makeup or you know doing something girly um and I think it's sometimes it's really interesting because it, especially when it comes from a professor I think sometimes as well it, it, it's um you expect a little bit better I think um, so it's interesting to see sort of like from their perspective as well, why are they behind in times, you know, so, so some of them are, you know, they're still like, you know, decades behind. Some of them are, you know, older, but they want to encourage obviously females to, you know, become part of the tech world. So it's interesting to see the actual counterbalance between the two and see what people have actually been experiencing. So, yeah, that's, that's actually really interesting to hear that. So thank you very much for sharing. Um, so personally to you then, what, what does it mean, you know, to be a, a woman in technology? A woman in technology means to be a part of something which is really exciting, uh, to be some part of something which is really interesting. Uh, but it still means that you have a kind of feeling that you are in the wrong place all over the time. It's mostly you will enter in the room where you have a meeting and most of the time you will be the only girl there. Yeah. Uh, it makes you somehow lonely and it makes you also question why are you the only one there mm. uh, and then I personally had quite of the times quite few uh, times a feeling that I somehow have to defend my opinion or my idea or my solution mm. maybe that wasn't the case but this is also this is just a feeling which which you had yeah uh, or I had some interviews uh, to for a job where I had a feeling that I was getting very hard questions to answer. Uh, maybe they ask the same questions to other candidates, yeah. male candidates, but 
I'm not sure. Maybe I'm just. I say maybe, uh, but it looked like they just want to show you that you don't know something, which the interviewer, who is by the way male, of course, yeah. knows. Uh, but uh, it's it's uh, you have to be ready to to fight. You have to be ready that it is a big challenge. Um, that most of the time you will be alone there. Yeah. Uh, but if you have a healthy environment uh, and good colleagues, then it will be very easy. Then they will see quite fast that you are ready to work, that that you are ready to collaborate, that you are ready to learn. Um, to help them and that you are also willing to accept their help. Uh, sometimes I had the feeling that they also, that our colleagues, male colleagues have an impression that uh, we women are not um, willing to do as much as they are or that we just think of on kids or on um, cooking or on makeup. Uh, and then when they start to talk with you, they get to know you better and then they see, yeah, you're just a human being who is interested in technology. Yeah. Uh, and then they start to treat you like that. Good. And and how have sort of seen the transition though, sort of like over the last four years, you think it's getting better in terms of companies trying to promote more, you know, females to join their teams? Have you, you know, in my days, for example, as, as well at the moment, like are, are you quite a balanced team or are you sort of like more obviously a higher ratio to males and females like what what's what's your transition been sort of like over the last four years as well within that in our company not not much has been changed so there's of course no criteria if it's a female yeah. or male candidate who, who who is applying for a job um but i did see that there are even, uh, more and more women uh, in in the it um and i think that the it looks promising, uh, to be honest. I don't have so much female colleagues in IT to be, uh, uh, at least not in my department. Yeah. Uh, but I hear from these teams, there is this girl, there is this girl. And uh, I am still in contact with my professors from faculty um, because I worked also as a assistant there. Mm -hmm. And I ask from time to time, of, like how does the first year look like now and so on. And I hear from them that it's, uh, every year more and more girls interested into into the science computer science into the it into the tech and yeah. i i find that very very good good oh that's amazing so there has actually obviously then been a shift in change in terms of more females wanted to become involved in the tech industry uh, than it was now. So yeah that, yeah that, that's good um and have you been sort of like seen any latest you know any, any particular trends though um within sort of like the last few years and in, in terms of um, females trying to obviously get within the tech world or any any perhaps like specific departments like data maybe sort of like trying to attract more females or machine learning you know artificial intelligence or anything like that or do you think you know it, it's moving slowly like have you seen any sort of like trends i have seen that a lot of companies uh, but i don't know if it's just because it's march now and we had yeah, yeah. A, a international day a woman day uh, or it is uh, starting to, 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 or we are starting to do something. But I have seen at least in on LinkedIn posts or also in media, more and more companies are writing uh, how many women they have, that they are also pushing that to the publicity uh, to attract more women to come to them. Uh, also, uh, more and more uh, women being in, in the leadership positions, um, more and more women starting their own companies uh, 
and stuff like that. And I think this is a really good trend which we have now. And yeah. I hope it's not only because of it's March. What I also think is, at least for me, uh, I have noticed that I started somehow to collaborate more with my friends who are also in IT. And even privately, we are sharing now some ideas. How can we do something? How can we change something? Mm -hmm. We didn't do that actually before. I don't know how it came now that we start to talk about that. I think you have to also reach certain age in your life that you start to think about these things. Yeah. Uh, but I see something going on. There is some action. I think. I think um, for me personally, you know, again, sort of talking to people over the last year just since the pandemic hit. Right. Um, women have been drastically affected by it especially women that are involved in tech that do have children that have to then be involved in working from home and doing the homeschooling um we're trying to obviously find a counterbalance with their partners of how to be able to do that but they've they've definitely suffered quite quite a lot um and i think there's been quite a big shift as well within actual sort of like females you know either sort of like quitting their jobs and trying to obviously do something that's meaningful for them um obviously you know vice versa wanted to expand a little bit more in terms of the current companies that they're working with them wanted to participate in in you know communities creating new communities for females to be able to reach out to each other and i think that's actually been absolutely fantastic um i think i still think we've got a long way to go definitely but i think now people are actually starting to realize hang on a second um now's the time to act and i think it's good that we are actually changing that mindset now and actually starting to do something about it then again you know seeing or, or waiting two three years down the line maybe when the whole pandemic thing is over you know because i think something the longer you leave something obviously the more detrimental it will get um but yeah of course march everybody's trying to you know post things about female empowerment and all of that and, and it just really depends in terms of how many of those companies that have been posting those you know articles or you know um stories etc are going to continue it into april into may into june you know for the, throughout the, the rest of the year because i think really that's where you really start to see if they are serious about diversity and inclusion and you know you know closing the gender gap and stuff like that so let's see let's see how 20 uh 21 does that but i think definitely last year there was a massive massive shift in terms of mindset um, for the female populations. And I think it's more about them also understanding that actually I can say no to things. And if I want to do something, I do have the power to go after it. So it's been quite, yeah, quite interesting to be honest. Um, so in your opinion then Edna, like why do you think more females should be encouraged to actually go into the tech world? Be that, you know, younger generations that are currently in colleges wanting to obviously look at what to do at universities, obviously at universities seeing, you know, when they graduate, what they want to do next. And, you know, women that are already in the workforce that maybe want to transition industries completely. Why do you think the technology industry needs them? Oh, uh, I cannot say anything negative, actually, why somebody shouldn't join technology space technology in general um this uh, this profession it's it's so much um going on it's never boring it's always challenging um you can improve yourself no matter how you want you have so many opportunities of course great salary um yeah most of the tech companies offer flexible working hours you can choose from where you work how you work when do you work um 
the people you can you have opportunity to meet uh, they are coming from different countries in the world so even from their that perspective for sure you can learn something uh, or at least uh, have friends in asia or in yeah. america or in bosnia uh, or in uk yeah. um, uh, this exchange is really very easy when you work in 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 tech um, a lot of companies have very nice family packages. Um, they support family life, which is also for, for women quite important. And like I said in the introduction, uh, for me, it was if I know that it's in my head yeah. and you can do something, uh, then you can build it actually. There is like limits are almost not existing. And this was, this is what I find is very attractive. Mm -hmm. um, me personally, I like to be very productive. So I like to see how can I automate things? How can I yeah. make through um, uh, less steps, something bigger uh, and stuff like that. So for me, this this profession is actually a perfect one. I couldn't, I cannot imagine myself in any other. Yeah. And um, if you are also such type of the person who likes to speed up some things, who may, likes to make them better, also very important is that you can do something which has a big impact on other people mm -hmm. can make other people lives easier can uh, can have impact on your society on your country on 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 your faculty where you studied uh, uh, can help your teacher from from high school yeah. this is this is extremely nice opportunity which you will be served your career can be advanced uh, in every direction which you can imagine. Most of the companies actually don't know any company who doesn't offer different seminars, courses, uh, where you can improve your skills. Um, and what was for me also important is that I don't get stuck on the same level of knowledge, how I was when I finished my study. And of course, in the technology, it is impossible that you will stuck on the same, same level uh, because you really have to keep, keep up with the trends. Mm -hmm. So for me, this was this was really some criteria as how I chose this uh, this profession. Okay, great, and, and I think I think you really hit the nail on the head there as well, where you spoke about the possibilities being almost you know um, unlimited. To be honest, like like there's so many so many opportunities out there, um, and technology's got uh, plays a massive part in every sector. It doesn't matter what sector you're in, that there's some sort of technology involved within that as well. So it's not it's not an industry where I think you're going to struggle to try and, and find something to build or something, you know, to implement or, as you said as well, automating things. Right. So many companies now are trying to make things more easier, more efficient, you know, um, you know, more user friendly as well. And, and I think for developer, you know, the, the, the stories and, and conversations that I've been having as well is you're always solving problems, right? You're, there's always going to be things to solve. There's always going to be things to work on. Um, and as you said, you're not going to be stuck on the same level, um, you know, especially if you're working for a really good company that is all about trying to motivate you and take you to higher places. You know, you've got unlimited resources in terms of, you know, courses, conferences, networking, you know, definitely that, that that's quite vital within, within the tech world as well. Um, so yeah, that's that's great. Thank you very much for that for that advice. Um, so if, you know, for any of our listeners, li listeners, for anybody that's uh, listening um, as well, um, female or males, and, and you know, they, they want to get in touch with you and find out a bit more about your company that you're currently working within, or again, so I just network with you, where can they find you? Uh, the best approach would be, of course, in, in on LinkedIn as a professional network where uh, 
I always like to see other people, what they work, uh, to exchange something. You never know from whom you might hear something interested. Yeah. So networking, the effect of this, of this network mm -hmm. is uh, quite important. So uh, my name is Edna Karajbic. Uh, and of course, on LinkedIn, I'm happy to accept uh, new connections. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you for that. Um, I will put all your details as well for anybody listening that does um, want to connect with Edna, please follow the links below. Um, Edna, it's been a pleasure speaking to you today. Thank you so, so much for your time. And um, yeah, wish you all the best in your journey. Thank you, Valentina. Uh, thank you for having me and thank you for giving me the opportunity to share my story. I hope uh, you will target many, many females uh, who want to join the technology with this series. And I wish you all the success with this uh, interesting project which you, are, which you are doing. Thank you very much, Edna. Thank you.